Sokala Duma Radio. Yeah, this guy is a good coach for Manchester United. And he, he brings happiness to the players. When players are happy, the results are coming. So, as you can see, that Manchester United are on fire. And all credit goes to him. He's the best man. Yeah, he's the best man. Yeah, Kikatle, all the way from Braga's fourth. What I can tell is that this guy has been doing good ever since his appointment as the interim coach. So he deserves to be given a fair chance and at least he must sign at least two year contract that minute to prove himself. Then that's where we can say he's the real deal. I think the guy has done has done, has done well for the for menu in the past. Uh, so I think I, uh, he deserves not the part-time manager but the full the to give him the permanent uh, job. This is done well uh, with the team. <laughs> The big issue on In the middle of December 2018, English club Man United dismissed Portuguese manager Jose Mourinho following a string of unfavorable results and the manager's continuous falling out with players. The sack was met with huge relief from the Red Devils fans and more glee was to follow as fans were introduced to their former hero Ole Gunnar Solskjaer who was given the manager's job on an interim basis. Nine matches later, having won eight and drawn one, questions are now being asked about the immediate future of Solskjaer. More voices are starting to suggest that the man should be given the job permanently. His team plays bright and delightful football and his players appear happy. That's very important. In this episode of The Big Issue, we ask, is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer the real deal? Is it too early to tell? Perish Meiser is the chairman of the Man United Supporters Club in the country in South Africa. We'll chat to him regarding those questions. Our international editor David Capel and journalist Kurt Bakerfeld will engage each other on both sides of the argument. Mamelodi Sundowns' Anthony Lafour has been subject to plenty of speculation regarding his future. In this week's edition of the Sokoladuma newspaper, we look at the player's situation, his price tag, and the next possible destination for him. Get the copy for only three rand ninety cents. Joining me now on the line is Mr. Berish Meiser. Uh, he's the Manchester United Supporters Club in the country. He's the chairman of the Supporters Club. Uh, Mr. Schmeiser, thank you very much for speaking to us on Sokola Duma Radio. How is it going, sir? Um, good day to you and thank you very much for having me on. Um, it's going well. As a Man United supporter, life is always great, but there are <laughs> times where it's better. And these are good times at the moment. Mm, yeah, as you say now, it's going well. You may ha- you may have had mixed feelings um, when it was announced uh, initially that um, M- Jose Mourinho was dismissed, was being dismissed or released from his contract as a Manchester United coach. You were ecstatic, of course, and more ecstatic you would have been when you heard that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was going to be uh, the new coach, at least in the interim, for Man United. Uh, do you remember the feeling... Um, at, at the very least within the Manchester United community in the country when you heard that, because it's largely a novice um, in the coaching scene, particularly in the EPL. Yeah, um, look, I think Jose Mourinho was quite divisive. And when I look at our own supporters club, um, opinion was very divided. Mm. There were those that at the onset, from the very time that he was appointed as the manager, um, there were those who said it was a bad choice. 
I think there were those as well, myself included, who championed him for much of the time that he was there, mm. but then realized towards the end of his tenure that it was becoming a rather toxic situation there, and there was only going to be one result, and that was that he would leave the club. So I think that the mood, quite frankly, post Sir Alex Ferguson retiring has been very mixed because United, unfortunately, had two poor managers prior to Mourinho in David Moyes and Louis van Gaal. Mm. Um, so it's been a bad few seasons from that point of view. Um, I've got to point out that no team has the divine right to be champions every season. Mm. And many supporters, particularly our younger supporters, have been spoilt by the unbridled success that United have had Absolutely. through the 1990s and the first decade of this um, century as well. Um, those older supporters like myself have lived through some torrid times, including relegation in the 1974 season. So we've seen some bad times before. But um, once Mourinho was fired, um, I think, again, we were a little bit uncertain as, as to who would be appointed. The appointment of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I think, surprised generally most United fans. And I just wonder that um, if it wasn't Sir Alex pulling the strings behind the scenes in terms of that appointment. We predicted that we'd have a temporary appointment because it's difficult to appoint a manager in the middle of a season. Um, I think there were many who thought that Ryan Giggs might get offered the job. Um, but Solskjaer was a bit of a surprise choice. But boy, thus far, he's been absolutely fantastic. Mm, and fantastic he has been. Um, well, when you look at the opposition, the nature, the nature or the caliber of the opposition that he's faced vis-a-vis uh, -vis the results, the fact that he's unbeaten, uh, he's played uh, big teams. I mean, uh, in my opinion, uh, Arsenal are a big team. Uh, he's played Spurs, even though largely they were under pressure and they were saved by the mighty David De Gea. Um, however, those were positive results in his favor. Um, he won against Newcastle. Uh, Detractors are mentioning the fact that he won against lesser side. In my opinion, he won against big sides as well. Uh, what is the feeling at the moment? Uh, is, do you think that perhaps we need to look at him more? Uh, sh should people be coy about uh, or reserving their opinions about uh, whether or not he is the real deal? Yeah, I think going back to these games, I'm very hesitant uh, about talking about lesser sides. Because, you know, in the Premiership particularly, on any day, anybody can beat anyone. And, you know, this has been very well demonstrated by United themselves because we've done badly in the past mm. against teams like Brighton and Huddersfield who are labelled as lesser opposition. So, you know, on the day, you've got to beat the 11 that you're playing against. And I think in no way one should demean from those results. Um, they also came on the back of an absolutely horrific performance against Liverpool at Anfield, probably in my living memory, one of the worst performances that United have ever dished up. Mm. So uh, I think that we've got to give credit. Yes, they may be teams that are languishing towards the lower part of the league. But, you know, every team that plays against Man United, for them, it's a cup final. They really want to beat United. They play with extra determination. So, you know, I think they were terrific results. Of course, the Spurs and Arsenal results were excellent because you're beating two excellent sides on their own patches. And yes, the Spurs game, we were under the cosh quite a bit. But, you know, you pay a goalkeeper big money to make big saves. And that's what De Gea has done season after season. And praise the Lord that we've got him. I have to say, we're hoping that he will sign a new contract. 
And quite frankly, if the guy wanted the crown jewels to stay at the club, I'd give them to him. Mm. And what do you make? What do you make of the positive transformation that has happened with Paul Pogba, um, Jesse Lingard, Anthony Martial, um, Marcus Rashford? I mean, you can almost mention the whole squad. Indeed, you know the transformation has been quite incredible because if you look at the starting lineups, they're pretty much very similar to the lineups that started against Mourinho. But what we are seeing is we are seeing a completely different style of play. Mm. And I guess to coin a cliche, we've seen the shackles taken off several Absolutely. of these players. Um, you know, I, I'm very guarded with with no disrespect to members of the press. But I'm very guarded in my understanding or my synthesis of what we see in the newspapers. Mm. Because, you know, there, there are lots of quotes about this guy being unhappy and that guy. And whether it's true or not, I just don't know. But certainly, if you look at the style of play, it is, it, it's night and day. And if you look, for example, at the Arsenal game, with United 2-1 ahead, um, Solskjaer brought on Rashford and Martial. Yes. Had that been Mourinho, his substitutions would have been probably a defender and a defensive midfielder. Sure. So different, different philosophies on the game. And I guess um, we, we talk about playing football the United way. What is the United way? Well, over the decades, we've been treated to a lot of swashbuckling football, attacking wing play, attacking midfielders and strikers. If the opposition score one, you score two. If they score five, you score six. Mm. So that's kind of the United way. And we, we saw very little of this under Jose Mourinho. And I think that what Solskjaer has done is he's restored the ethos of the club. That's what we're seeing from him. And he really, I think, is a student of Sir Alex. Mm. When Ferguson was the manager, he always used to speak about the fact that, you know, Solskjaer was dubbed the super sub, which I don't know that players like that nickname, <laughs> but he came off the bench very frequently and turned games. And what Sir Alex used to say, even in those days, was he was quite sure the guy would make a good manager one day because when he came off the bench, he was in it was the pace of the game. He understood exactly what had happened, what he needed to do. And I think we're seeing a lot of this. And he's brought a feel-good factor to the club. What probably will happen, and please forgive a cynical comment, mm. but as soon as United lose, many members of the press will be out there saying he's the wrong man for the job <laughs> and get somebody else. Um, what I like as well is his backroom staff. He's brought Mike Phelan back with him. He's brought Mark Dempsey, who's not a well-known figure at United, but he used to play in the reserves and juniors, and he's been Solskjaer's assistant at Mould in Norway. Mm. And, of course, you've got Carrick and Kieran McKenna, who are still at the club. So you've got a very solid backroom staff. And if I may, I think this was the biggest problem of David Moyes, because David Moyes fired Fergie's entire backroom staff and brought his own batch of coaches who were pretty inept. So in a long-winded way, I think I've said that what Solskjaer has done is he's restored the ethos of the club. Mm, all right. And before we let you go, of course, I have to ask the question, um, and I'm sure it's a question on everybody's mind, that with the results uh, keeping on coming and him being unbeaten or getting positive results, I'm sure if he gets over PSG, um, it will further strengthen the thought process that is this then the coach, the next official coach of Man United, or do you foresee do you see him being an interim and then handing over the reins to someone else who is a bigger profile? Yeah, it's a difficult one to call. You, you see, I think today everything is results driven. So over the next couple of months, if he gets good results, gee, I, if it were my decision, I'd offer him the job today. Mm. 
but it ain't my decision. And um, I don't understand what's going on at boardroom level because United don't have a director of football. There's a lot of talk that they want to appoint one. And one of the names that's been sort of mooted is this guy who's the director of football at Leipzig. Um, United CEO Ed Woodward seems to have some sort of a relationship with this guy. Mm. And this guy has worked with Pochettino before. So Pochettino has been the name on the lips in terms of who the ultimate successor will be. But I think that if results, and you know, even with a couple of defeats, if the football continues like this, I, I would give this guy a chance. He's been a breath of fresh air. It's wonderful to watch. And he's a United man through and through. So why not? Mm, all right. That's a vote of confidence from you, uh, Mr. Schmeiser. Thank you very much for speaking to us on Sokala Duma. We really, really appreciate your time. You're most welcome. And I wish you all the very best to my fellow Red Devil supporters. Well, there you are then. Multiple facets to this conversation. Of course, it is a vote of confidence from Mrs. Schmeiser. And I suppose it is uh, a general reading from the rest of the worlds who follow uh, Manchester United that they have a positive uh, outlook on the future of the manager. They want him uh, to be at the club, of course. There are those uh, who think otherwise. Let's now hear from our international editor, David Capel and uh, the international journalist, Kurt Buckerfield, regarding uh, both sides of the argument surrounding Olegana Solskjaer. Is he the real deal? Is he not? Why not? Why is he? So David, I I personally feel that Olegana Solskjaer has, has done enough in these, these nine games to get the job permanently. Of course, there are people who will disagree with me and I believe you are one of them. So... Are you under the impression, or do you feel that Mauricio Pochettino should come in next season if we can land him and if he's willing to leave Spurs? Or are you just completely opposed to the idea of Solskjaer specifically getting the job just because of his maybe inexperience? And... Um, look, I'm not completely against the idea. I think um, it's a debate that needs to happen by the end of March and not now. I think um, people... When I say people, I mean um, United fans, England-based pundits um, get a bit too excited with this run. Um, but before I present my <laughs> arguments, I'd just like to hear, you know, from, from, from your, your point of view, why do you think he has done enough to stay? Well, I think, I think the most important thing for me has been the obvious um, the, the improvement in the mood. At, at United. And you can see that when the players play, the players uh, seem happier. They look like they want to play for him. They seem to trust Solskjaer. He seems to trust them. So by no means am I claiming that Solskjaer is this tactical genius. He's no Pep Guardiola. He's no Sir Alex Ferguson. But he knows what the club is about. He spent 15 years of his career there, of his footballing career there. Um, or Sorry, the most part of his career there. So I don't... So I don't see a reason why you wouldn't give him the job, especially because of the good start. People say that Jose Mourinho could have done the same thing, won the same games as, as Solskjaer's won in these nine in these nine matches. But I don't I don't think that's a good argument. I don't think that's good enough. Solskjaer has won these um, well eight games and drawn. Uh, there was a minor slip up last night against Burnley, um, but I just feel like he should be given a chance and and definitely not a. 
a five-year contract. I don't think we should do what Real Madrid did with uh, Solari and give him a, a three-year contract and then things immediately start looking bad again. Because as we've seen, sometimes these managers come in and it's a great start because there's just a change in the camp. Like with Mourinho, everything was so dire and the team was so low. Then there's this change and the manager says, go out and play with freedom. And then cool, everything looks great again. But as soon as you know you, you give him a, a bigger contract, things could just go pear-shaped. So I don't think he should be given a five-year deal or even a three-year deal. Maybe just a one-year and then we can see how it goes. Yeah. So let me let me come in there um, with my point of view. I think um, United. I'm not arguing that United should have kept Mourinho. Mm. I'm not saying that um, Mourinho would have also won eight games and yeah. drawn one, um, because we we could all see, you know, United hit a brick wall. Um, Mourinho just didn't reach the team anymore. He fell out with a lot of his players. There were reports that only four players were still in favor of him. Um, that Pogba debate, making him vice-captain, taking it off him. You know, everything was so public in the eye of, of everyone. And we could just see that things didn't work out anymore. I believe um, the departure of his um, assistant coach in the beginning of the season played a major role in this. Yes, yes. Um, I think um, he had a great relationship with the players. He helped, you know, he was the, the in-between, you know, between Mourinho and the players, the go-to guy for the players, the go-to guy for Mourinho. I think it played a major role. Um, but there's this book, Soccernomics, I, I believe you've heard of it. Um, and yes. there they look, you know, when a club reaches a low point, like United did, you know, no one expected them to sit 19 points behind Liverpool at the time when Mourinho yes, was sacked. Yeah. No one expected them to sit um, 11 points behind the top four. So that's what they descri describe as a low point. Um, from that moment on, you know, when a, man a new manager comes in, um, statistically speaking, he can only do better. Yeah, um, definitely. Because they've reached a low point now. It's just small changes that needs to be done, like, you know, um, raise the mood, yeah. um, give the players confidence, tweak the starting lineup, you know, and immediately um, you will see an improve in the results. Um, and statistically speaking, um, they have assessed like many, many games in this book, Soconomics, It's always, you know, that that turning point yes. with a new manager. And I'm not saying Solskjaer hasn't done a great job. Yeah. He's done a fantastic job since coming in. But I'm saying um, we need to still wait and see whether he's indeed the man to take United forward. Yes. Because um, there's a tricky run of fixtures coming up in February um, where they face um, PSG, Chelsea, um, in the FA Cup, PSG in the Champions League, uh, Liverpool in the Premier League, um, Arsenal in the Premier League. You know, these are the games where I think we will see how good Solskjaer really is. You already mentioned he's not um, a Pep Guardiola or um, a Jupinkis type coach, you know, that the most, um, that's great in tactics. We've mm. seen um, his run with Cardiff in the Premier League. Um, where he got relegated. He couldn't really change the fortunes around. Um, so that's why I'm saying give him time um, and don't overreact based on this run. I mean, look at the opponents they played. Um, Huddersfield, Cardiff, Bournemouth, Newcastle, um, Reading. These are all teams that you would expect a team with United players, with United's wage bill, you know, that 
um, that a club like that would need to mm. beat them in the beginning of the season. So he just did what was expected of United anyway. Mm. I agree. Look, I agree with that completely. I just feel, well, don't you feel that another change of dynamic and maybe if Pochettino does come in at the end of the season and uh, he has his own favourites in terms of players, he might have his own ideas in terms of backroom staff. And we saw how detrimental that was when David Moyes joined. You know, he cleaned out the whole staff. And there was just, an, I, I, don't, I don't think another big change at Manchester United uh, will be very helpful. I think if the players are happy, if the backroom staff is happy, if Solskjaer is happy, Mike Phelan, Kieran McKenna, if they're all happy, I don't, I don't really feel like that needs to change just yet. And that's why I would be um, happy to see Solskjaer maybe get a, a one-year contract. And, and yes, I agree, people probably are overreacting and that's just because everybody's excited to see Manchester United playing the Manchester United way again. But I don't know, a, a change of dynamic might be a little dangerous, especially seeing though that there's been so many changes since Ferguson's left. I mean, this is our, we're onto our fourth manager now and we've had Mourinho, who's a top manager, who's won everywhere. Van Gaal's won everywhere. David Moyes, obviously um, to a lesser extent, I mean, he's not on their level but he was an established Premier League manager. Um, so it's just another change. It just feels a little dangerous. Mm. No, I can agree to you to, to some extent. Um, I think what the club has done for the first time since Ferguson left is that they got their manager spot pick mm. spot on in yes, Solskjaer. Definitely. Because like what you're arguing, um, the mood has changed. He knows the club. Um, Ferguson was his mentor. Um, it's reports that Ferguson was back at the training ground, had to talk to the to the players. You know, things like that would have never happened under Mourinho because course, he yeah. wants to be the main man. He yeah. doesn't need advice from Ferguson in, in his opinion. Yeah. Um, and Mike Phelan, you know, um, Ferguson's former assistant, is also back. So the the setup now is working quite well. Yeah. Um, I still believe um, it should remain an interim solution, and they should go all out for Pochettino. Yeah. Um, if Pochettino can't be um, get away from from Tottenham Hotspur, they should still look at other big name coaches. Um, there could be a change at Juventus um, next season um, with Allegri maybe going out and Zidane going to Juventus, so Allegri could become free. Zidane is a free agent. Um, what they need to do though is, like they did with Solskjaer, they need to find a coach that can identify with the culture, yeah. with the style of football that United is supposed to play because that's what Solskjaer has been doing and, that's, and talking about since, yeah. since he took over. And let me just come in there. Like for me, um, a big part of the, the early and quick success Solskjaer has had has been that he's put the club before him. And I feel like the other manager, managers who've, who've come in, like, like especially with Van Gaal and Mourinho, they're big personalities, high profile. They, they've got their own ideas. You know, it's, it didn't feel like uh, Manchester United was Manchester United to them. Yeah, it was like I'm here to do a job and and to try and get them back up there. But Solskjaer has come in and gone, hey, this is for the fans. This this club's about the fans. It's about spirit, and it's about just enjoyment, enjoying the sport. Um, and that's what I feel has been so important in Solskjaer's uh, first two months, month and a half at at Manchester. I mean, United. he he, make, he makes people feel good about the club yeah. again. He makes the fans, you know. Um, he's unleashed the players. That mental block of you know this defensive approach that that Mourinho had is is finally gone. Um, I still feel, based on his 
history as a coach, you know, when he was with Cardiff and he failed to keep them up in the Premier League at Mulder. Um, he hasn't really, you know, won trophies on a mm. regular basis. Mm. Um, I feel a club like United and with the setup they have now, giving themselves time until the end of the season to assess, okay, maybe Solskjaer is the man mm. or our man for the, taking us to the next step um, is still somewhere else. You know, they have given themselves time to sort out the situation, um, try and find out whether Pochettino can be lured away, can be uh, come available. Um, so that's why I'm saying right now, after nine games, um, it's way too early to say Salja must must be offered a, a, a contract as permanent United boss at, at this stage. Yeah, and, and look, we, we might, well, we clearly aren't going to agree on that because I feel... He's probably done enough, but um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens, especially, like you said, these these fixtures coming up now. Um, that's going to be important. And how we respond, well, how, sorry, how Manchester United respond after dropping points to Burnley. Um, it's all those small details, all those small things that are going to be um, key at the end of the season to see whether United take on Solskjaer permanently or go out for Pochettino. I see it, personally, I see it as a win-win because Pochettino has proven himself in the Premier League at, at Southampton, at Spurs. We know that he likes to use youth. He's, he's a good tactical manager. Um, his teams play attacking, positive football. So I see it as a win-win. If they go out for Pochettino, then fantastic. Um, but if Solskjaer is the, the, the guy they have to fall back on for, be it another year, then I think that's great too. Yeah. You see, at times I feel like you're taking over my side of the argument um, for um, arguing for Pochettino. <laughs> um, you know, but you know that what you just mentioned, you know, Solskjaer is like the the B option, the 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 guy to fall back yes. on. You know, that's the one thing that that worries me a bit because um, maybe he can stay in the setup. You know, he could be one of the assistant managers if he's happy with that. Um, because of all the things that, that we already mentioned, you know, the mood, the players' experience, he worked with Pogba and other players in the youth already. Um, so he would be a great guy to keep at the club. Um, but I want a club with United stature that, you know, top four shouldn't just be good enough for United. No, yeah. They should challenge for the title. They should win Premier League titles like they have under Sir Alex Ferguson. So that's why they need a coach at that level and I don't think Solskjaer is there yet yeah I think yeah I think we can wrap it up there I think we've both made some interesting points fair enough um, we'll see what happens um, over the next few months David it's been a pleasure yeah <laughs> same here Kurt um, I just want to mention for those of you that are interested and that are reading Soccer Duma on a weekly basis we have a great feature on Solskjaer um, how he's changed the mood at, at United at Old Trafford um, Kurt spoke with uh, Manchester-based journalist Tom McDermott, who's giving us a lot of insights, um, more than what we can gather here from far away in South Africa. So if you're interested in what's happened at United since Solskjaer took over, please um, buy this week's Soccer La Duma and, and read the feature. Soccer La Duma Radio. Well, no matter which side of the argument you choose, it's very hard to argue against positive results 
Manchester United's midweek draw against Burnley further enhanced the manager's reputation because his side had to come from behind to salvage a point and it looks like his players are willing to die on the field on his behalf. Naturally, there are distractors though. People are pointing out the fact that the teams are small and he, he, he still needs to play against PSG. He still needs to play against Chelsea. So they will see, only time will tell. However, it is very hard to argue against positive results. Only time will tell, as they say. Thank you very much for listening to The Big Issue. I am Ngulule Gungeu. Catch us and our shows on sokaladumado.co.za to hear the transfer rap and also shows such as the Fan Reaction Show. For now, it is goodbye. Sokaladuma Radio. Sokaladuma Radio.